Welcome to the Train Teach the World podcast with Dr. Keisha Kadan. We will explore entrepreneurship, technology, and leadership with special guests each week. Are you ready? Let's train, train teach the world together. All right. Welcome to Train Teach the World, the podcast. My name is Dr. Keisha Kadan. And I am so excited to bring you this episode, which is all about entrepreneurship. And as such, I have two amazing entrepreneurs that I am going to let introduce themselves. But first, let me introduce myself in case you have not heard this podcast before. Um, my company is called Professor Kadan and Company. It's an education consulting company. And we put together educational content for the internet. So whether that be courses, videos, webinars, master classes, anything that you come to learn, we can convert it and um, put it online. And the mission of my company is to train and teach the world. So bring information to people without location as a, ba a barrier and without boundaries. So we hope to um, use the internet to go far and wide all across the world. So with that said, um, I have a mini course on entrepreneurship um, that's on my website, trainingtheworld.com. if you go to shop courses. And so um, the podcast episodes that I'm doing now are supporting the courses that I have and also hopefully bringing in new voices um, and fellow experts who can kind of share experiences. Um, because for me, having social conversations um, is, is more interesting than academic learning, despite me having a doctorate, believe it or not, I prefer social learning. So here we are. Um, first, I would love to have Chef Yadi, yes, right? Yes. Okay. So yes. Hi, guys. Yourself. Happy Monday. Um, hi, guys. Happy Monday. I'm Chef Yadi. Uh, I am the owner of PHS Dessert Bar. Uh, our main offerings uh, now are carte blanche cakes, celebration boxes, and cake jars. Uh, that's not how we got our start. Uh, we started out uh, making custom cakes, uh, 3D cakes, uh, wedding cakes, sweet tables, uh, and all type of signature confections uh, for literally everyone. Um, and that's how we got to the point uh, to where we are now. Uh, we've been featured on uh, Food Network Cake Wars. Uh, we've been featured on Essence and People Magazine, uh, our work ads, uh, because we do a lot of things for celebrities. So. I've had an amazing ride uh, and I'm just so happy to be here and just, you know, talk about what we're doing now. Awesome, Latasha. Awesome, well, hello, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Latasha Nicole and I am the owner and CEO of Pivot Point Enterprises. Um, I like to say my life's work is to empower and educate women and girls. So all the work that I do is around educating and empowering women and girls. So with Pivot Point Enterprises, I have Pivot Point Publishing, where I help women to tell their stories, because I believe, as Dr. Kadan said, social learning is just, it's the best way, one of the best ways, learning from experience. You can only learn so much in the textbook, but real life experiences is where I think you get most of your learning. So I have Pivot Point Publishing, where once a year, I gather a group of women and we write a book to other women teaching them lessons that we've learned based on a various topic. Uh, 2020's topic was wife life. 2019's topic was sis stand on my shoulder where we wrote stories to women that were in their 20s telling them what we wish we would have known then. 
And then mm-hmm. I also have my current project, That Startup Girl, which is a consulting and coaching company for women who have businesses between zero and three years old. And we're helping you get all the basics of your business together, all your paperwork, policies, processes, procedures, even down to branding and how to take a payment. Because as you guys know, when you start business, it starts off all different type of ways. So that startup girl is here to kind of help you do it and build your empire so you can leave a legacy. Very nice. I mean, who wouldn't love that? That's amazing, right? Thank you. Thank you. um, I want to start with you, um, Yvonne, and talk a little bit about kind of your evolution because You know, we're in 2020, which is the pandemic year. And I think for entrepreneurs, um, you you could have done, you could have gone a number of ways. I think some entrepreneurs struggle because perhaps you had like one way you did business and one way you thought about doing things. And often you have had to, you know, do a turnaround and change what that looked like um, as a result of the pandemic. So what I've seen with you is I feel like you took your business and you baked it, haha, so to speak, and then you came out with this brand new, um, fresh design, this brand new, fresh idea. And the interesting thing is I happen to know that you had the idea to do a box that you can send to people before there was a pandemic where that would become the rage. So let's talk about that a little bit um, yes. because it's really an amazing story and just, you know, your approach to business and life is so inspiring and I want you to share that. So talk a little bit about kind of the evolution of your brand and how you got to the box that you have now. Oh, wow. Um, so I've learned so much over this journey um, of just being an entrepreneur, um, like we were talking about before, um, you know, most uh, African-Americans do not come from families that are really business-minded or uh, credit-minded or savings-minded or legacy, you know, planning-minded. We don't come from that. Um, So we just don't know. We just don't know, you know. Um, So coming into the space of uh, leaving culinary school, because I had the opportunity to go to the Art Institute downtown, absolutely fabulous experience. Um, that was very life-changing. That, that moment, I think, was pivotal in my life because um, up until then, education was not a highlight of my childhood, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you know, you go to school, you know, and do little things like competing in the spelling bee and stuff like that. But education, educating me um, or educating my, my, my siblings or my brothers, that wasn't the highlight, you know. Um, religion was the highlight within my, within my house. So I really had that type of mindset just to be um, more obedient and just not really look for things, you know, and just not have a business mind. So when I started this, you you know, um, it was just so brand new, you know, it was just, how do you even do this? Like, what's an EIN? You know, do I have to have, you know, a business checking account? You know, all, all of the, 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 the beginning stage questions, you know. Um, so building the brand from that point of just literally doing cakes out of my house and 
going into a store, go having my own location, um, and then competing on Food Network, um, that was huge, huge, because I've done um, cakes and desserts for all types, all types of, of people. Um, and at, at one point, um, it kind of hit, hit this, this uh, downfall, you know, uh, where the bottom just kind of fell out, you know, and things were going amazing in my business, but in my personal life, things were very crazy. Um, and you know my story. So, you know, just some of the things that, um, that I have been through and, and really, you know, the things that we face and deal with in life, those things can really take you out. You know, they're designed to just take you out, you know, and you have to be really strong um, in order to overcome it. And I think entrepreneurship has really prepared me for that because you have all types of ranges of emotions every single day as an entrepreneur. You know, yes. what's up in the morning, you can wake up and feel great, you know, and you think that, oh my, I have money in the bank, you know, and I, I have orders coming in. By the end of the day, you know, a sales bill could come through and wipe your account out and you're like back to zero. You know, nobody sends you emails for a couple of days and you're just, you know, really scared. Like, am I doing the right thing? And mm -hmm. um, is this going to work out? And it always does. You know, it always does. Um, but it's just, it's a cycle and it's a process, you know. Um, so uh, once my dad passed, um, I really took some time to just figure out what I wanted to do with my business. Um, because at that moment, I, I had kind of did a lot of different things in my professional career. And I was just really trying to figure out what was next. You know, what did I really want to do? Um, so I took, took some time off and uh, took a business class. And this business class just really inspired me to think differently mm -hmm. and to understand that, you know, when you have a business, it's really a global thing. It's not a, it's not really a local thing unless you want to be local, mm -hmm. unless you want to be a local favorite. Mm -hmm. um, but when you have a website, that's www, that's a world wide web that is for everybody to see, you know, and I really had to look at my business from a broader scope to see who I really wanted to serve, because now I have the lens of, I can serve the world, you know, yes. I can serve the world. Um, so that's what that class really did to me. And it just, it, because we, we looked at so many um, uh, case studies and, you know, we had so many um, just fire questions that we would have during class that would just say, hey, here's a cup. How would you make it better? You know, our teacher would ask us all type of questions. And it just really start, started the process of just thinking for myself yes. as a business owner. You know, just thinking like once you understand like the power of your mind is just, it's crazy, you know? And I think sometimes um, just myself personally, you know, you're just, you're told so many things, you know, as just as a black woman, you know, that you, you cannot do this. You have to have, you know, children, you have to be married. You have to have a house. You have to do all of these things and check, check these boxes off. Um, and the older that I get, the more that I understand that it's just whatever I want to do. You know, it's my life is really whatever I make of it and whatever I choose to do, you know? So if I want to have a national business or a global business, I can do that. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I just have to plan for it. So um, that brought me to the point to where now uh, we have this fabulous product called a celebration box. And there is no other company that does this. Uh, and I'm so excited to uh, just be blessed with the idea to come up with it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a, a, South, a, a, a Black woman from the South side of Chicago who was not, you know, who I thought wasn't destined for this, you know. So this celebration box is a decorated box that has delicious desserts in it um, that you can send to anyone. Uh, and the box is themed off of whatever celebration you want to celebrate. So if you want to say thank you so much, I really appreciate you, we have a thank you box. If you want to say happy birthday, you know, we have a happy birthday box. If you want to say, I'm so happy that you had this baby, welcome the baby, we have a welcome baby box. You know, if you want to, um, you know, congratulate somebody if they get married, any type of reason you could possibly think to celebrate somebody, you know, that's what that box is for. Because with COVID, it has just really pushed us so far apart that we're not connected. And I wanted to come up with something that was going to just allow us to stay connected. Um, So that's how I came up with the celebration box. And it's actually been going really fabulous. Uh, This holiday season, we had an opportunity to send out um, uh, Spotify's holiday boxes uh, to all of their uh, account managers. So that was super huge because uh, that was totally unexpected. Uh, to be so soon, to be so soon, because I just released this product um, in July, I think. Yeah. Um, or to just, you know, be where it's at now is just it's morphed into its own little, own little life. Yeah. So, so you made a great point um, that I had to learn myself. Like sometimes when you are an entrepreneur, you just are constantly thinking of, you know ideas and so it gets hard at times to execute because the visioning and the planning is sometimes the best part like when you actually have to get to work that's stressful and hard so let's transition Tasha I want to talk to you about um the work you're doing now because um you know in in the thinking phase which is always great Um, One thing that I had to figure out is that you can get help and you should, and it's okay to hire help, right? It's okay to spend a little money to both relieve yourself of whatever um, issues or barriers that may be stopping you from executing, and then also save yourself the time so that you can continue to vision and you can continue to figure out how can I grow, how can I be satisfied, how can I... um, extend whatever I'm working on. So Latasha, um, the reason that I love the work you're doing is because a lot of times when people see an entrepreneur, they don't see the back end stress, you know, difficulty. They just see the photos and the this and the that. And they're like, oh, I want to start a business. And they'll call and be like, all right, I want to do this. And I'm like, oh my God, like if you knew how much stuff was in my head, you would know I cannot even... Like, yes, I know how to file an LLC and I can probably tell you how to get an EIN, but man, isn't it great that my friend Latasha has a business where you can pay her a little bit of money and she is going to hook all that up for you, including build you a website, you know, because people call me for that too. They hear me in technology. They're like, oh, can you make me a website? I'm like, definitely not. 
but I know someone who can. So let's talk a little bit about it because you know I've already sent some folks your way and you yeah. told them and they're happy. So go ahead and let's talk about what you got going. Cool. Thank you too for sending people my way. I definitely appreciate that. Um, I did want to speak about what you both said, which is the vision part, the idea part, the the, the height of creating and the height of coming up with ideas. And as entrepreneurs, as what I like to call, I'm a, a born entrepreneur. I'm not a made entrepreneur. So I'm the type of person that I'm very innovative and creative and I come up with things all the time. And as you said, Keisha, I'm a serial entrepreneur. So that's actually how that startup girl started because I started a new business like once a week. Every time I got an idea, I would start a business. I, it was nothing to me to be able to get an LLC, get an EIN, create a website, um, create a website, sell the product or service, get going. Can you hear me? Am I still here? Okay. And so for me, I said, okay, I got to stop this. I got to stop starting businesses every week in order to be able to grow. Actually, I didn't say it. I was told that I needed to stop starting businesses every week <laughs> and um, focus in on something. And so with that being said, people would always come to me for different things as well. Hey, do you know how to do this? Do you know how to do that? And with my business that I started back in 2011, I had a virtual assistant company where I ran basically everybody else around me, their business. But doing that, I saw so many loopholes. I saw so many people missing opportunities. I saw so many people running what we call a side hustle instead of a business. They weren't laying the foundation, but they didn't know. And um, over time, I started to see that that's where people needed to ha needed help because a lot of new businesses would fail because you didn't have a good foundation. So what I started to do was just like you teach and train classes. I started workshops. I started doing workshops. So now uh, one of the products that I'm working on, which will be out next year is the, that startup girl Academy. So instead of teaching a class on how to get an EIN or how to get an LLC, there's a library of videos that women can pay for access to and go and watch and pick out the things that they need that will work for their business. And then if they need specific help, I'm here to talk you through bounce ideas, brainstorm. I have a mastermind program where there are other like-minded women and we can get in and we can really do the work. Wonderful, wonderful. So let's talk a little bit about um, once you get started, you get up and going and you hit like a challenge, you know, you hit a wall, kind of, you know, let's talk about it because I think sometimes people hit a wall or they run into an issue and they just quit. You know, they give up. They close the business and go to work and never come back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's very easy to do that because, I mean, at the end of the day, entrepreneurship is very tough. It's tough. Like you said, Yvonne, like you can wake up so excited and enthusiastic ready to seize the day and by noon you get to check in these emails and text messages and just will be deflated and defeated mm -hmm. so um Yvonne talk a little bit about how you come back from challenges like what kinds of things have you found useful because I know you do some self-care and you know we try to focus on positive thoughts and energy which is amazing but let's go ahead and just share that with the audience of people who maybe they had a business before and they're like, oh, it's just not for me. Like, 
what kind of things can we share to inspire people to help them overcome challenges when they run into them? Well, um, what I found for me personally is that it really has to, it, it starts and ends with my mindset, okay? Um, and I am a firm believer um, in affirmations and just telling myself, this is going to happen, you know, because this is what I want. And I make sure that I pray every day. I make sure that I meditate. Uh, Self-care has taken a new form for me um, as of now, because I just recently had a baby um, and this was my fourth C-section. So I, my body's really different now. Um, and just being a pastry chef and standing up on my feet all the time and then carrying heavy, heavy stuff, um, I've really had to uh, just slow down a little bit. But yeah. um, one of the things that also really helps me when I face a challenge is just talking about it. You know, I have really key individuals that, you know, um, I, I try to ask, uh, really direct questions about my, my problem, you know, to get a clear answer, you know, in order to figure out how to digest it, you know. Um, right now, I really am just trying to scale, you know, and that's, that's expensive and it's, it's, it's a little hard, you know, it's, it's a lot to wrap your mind around, you know. Uh, but one, one piece of advice um, that I got um, was, you know, the best way that you eat an elephant is piece by piece, you know. So when I, I have a problem, I just really try to break it down for myself so that it's digestible enough. And if it does, you know, defeat me for a second, then I just let that be for that second, you know, and then I try to move past it. Um, but you really, it's, it's really all about your mindset. You know, you really just have to tell yourself this is happening, you know, and I'm sure, you know, cause, cause you, like you mentioned, you knew about this box before COVID had even happened, you know, and I had went through so many iterations of it, you know, just trying to make sure that it was perfect before I had uh, actually released it. And then one of my friends was just like, you know, Yvonne, you have to just let it go because you're trying to perfect it for something that you don't even know if it exists or not. Like these are blocks that you have in your mind, you know, so just talking about it, you know, with people and just making sure, you know, that you're telling yourself that this is going to happen. And most of the time, like when I tell myself that what I need just happens to, to be given to me, you know, that right person. <laughs> yes you know, says something to me um, and I get the help that I need. So, uh, but prayer and meditation have been super big for me. Yeah, I mean, that's something that I have only recently, you know, added to my um, repertoire of ways that I try to take care of myself. Um, because I honestly, like, I think it's easy to like get a job and like work it, like, mm -hmm. you know, um, so, but what I found for me is that because I have an entrepreneurial spirit and I'm an entrepreneur at heart, even if I have a job, like I feel free because I can walk away from it and I know that I'll be okay. 
So I'm not beholden to, to any job, right? I take a job because it fits what I'm looking for. I can gain some kind of experience. Maybe I can gain access to people, products, materials that I need, you know, Mm-hmm. but it does give you like a sense of freedom so you know even if you have even if you fail or you make make a challenge and you don't feel like you can get past it you still you can always grab a job <laughs> work and then build yourself back to get back out there you know for me that's what I have always said and I believe in that I feel like you know, there's no such thing as giving up. So even if you have to stop, that just means you need to come back, you know, Mm -hmm. get yourself together so you can come back. Um, Latasha, do you have any thoughts on how, or you can you just share? Because I know you've had some challenges too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you definitely have challenges. And that's the reason why the name of my company is Pivot Point Enterprises is because you have to pivot. And, and I know that's a buzzword right now, but I've been saying this since before pandemic, before um, it was a buzzword, but you have to always understand that it's, I, I learned this when I began to run that sometimes you have to rest and not quit. And that's what people get confused. They'll quit when they really should be resting. Sometimes you need to stop and refocus. And maybe that just wasn't the right way and just sit back and look at it again, step away from it. Very much like you, Keisha, it's easy to go get a job. I can go get a job, and but I'm not gonna last long at any job. I'm a terrible employee, it just doesn't work for me. <laughs> but I can go get a job. You don't wanna be told what to do at all. <laughs> it, you know, I don't even know if it's, it's not that I don't wanna be told. I, That's me I projecting, like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to be creative I think that's what it is I like the freedom and the flexibility and sometimes all those rules they just and I, I don't I'm not really good with doing <laughs> stuff that doesn't make sense you know how when you go to work and they have all these rules and you're like but that don't make sense and so I'm always like yeah, I'm not doing that that doesn't make sense I'm not doing that so that's why my, my whole work story which <laughs> you rebellious <laughs> it just mm-hmm. makes sense to me like it just got to but and that's that's the key thing that I would tell anybody is it's okay to take a break. It's okay to rest. It's okay to reset and definitely to pivot. Um, as you know, Keisha, and as a lot of people that follow me know, I like to say a few years ago, I basically deconstructed my entire life. Everything that I had known up until that point, I kind of threw it in the garbage. And I was like, you know what, let's just start over. <laughs> oh my and goodness. literally started over from scratch. I'll say three years ago, and today I'm in a much better place. So it's really just keep going. If it's something that's in you, just think about it, figure it out, talk to people, people like myself. I, Keisha, you're great. I know you don't want all your friends calling you, but you're great to talk to. <laughs> uh, some of the same things that Yvonne said is just sit back, take a minute, find you some people that have walked the walk, maybe not done the same thing that you've done, but that journey we all can identify, we all can understand, which is a great thing about having like masterminds and um, think tanks and circle of friends that are like-minded. That's what you really need. I think that's what carries you a lot in addition to the prayer and the self-care and the journaling, but being able to talk it out with somebody that gets it. Because part of the problem is when you're talking to people that don't understand, they can be 
um, hard to talk to. You know, it's like you're always having to prove and argue and plead your case. And that's that's uh, stressful and mm -hmm. it's, it gets on your nerves. So you just really want to find some people that can identify with what your what your struggles are and talk to those people about it. It's so true. Um, mm -hmm. I think that, you know, there's an element sometimes that's missing when it comes to us um, as Black women, like, I think, being able to find, like, mentors. Like, mm -hmm. where can I find a sister who is a millionaire already <laughs> that can mm -hmm. help me mm -hmm. you know um navigate because you know I do think that you can get to a certain point and I mean this this is coming from so let's just say when you first started your first business you really didn't know what to do you kind of bumbled around and figured it out at this point you really can find resources pretty easily to get started like to know how to start mm -hmm. but once you're there then it's like like, I know there's only a certain level that I've ever been able to really get to. And then I'm like, but how do I go to another the level? Next you know level. what I mean? Like, how do I get even bigger? Like what you're saying, Yvonne, about scaling. I really feel like um, we need some mentors, like some women who have done it, have broke the barrier, have, you know, broke into the millions <laughs> with whatever service or product they have. Um, and I just don't see it a lot. So what do you all think about that? Like in terms of scaling, what do you think is missing? Is there something that we can put out here? Let's put it out in the universe now. Like, what are we looking for? Like, what do we need? What do we think it takes to get to like another level? Yvonne, I know you're thinking about it right now. What do you think? Yeah. Um, so all of those things is, is kind of where I'm moving. Um, number one, uh, just trying to get to get a solid team um yeah. i think that is a big deal uh when it comes to just for my business to scale um because i need to be able to be free okay i need to be able to be free to do other stuff to think mm -hmm. about other things um and just really to figure out how to monetize myself because i'm trying to not only create a national brand but i'm trying to create a personal brand as well mm -hmm. uh, so it's a lot of layers to that it's a lot of layers um and then also what was i going to say um just really making sure you know um okay pause ask the question again cousin because you know i have mommy brain <laughs> ask it again. no i'm asking like what do we need if you, we want to scale okay, we want to go on. to the next level i'm on okay so having a team right okay um i got a brand mentor or brand manager this this year uh moving into to this year uh and some of the things that we talked about was uh having high level coaching because when you're trying to get to a certain level you really have to think differently. You have to plan differently um, and you have to have people in place in order to execute these things. Um, so that, and just being organized, like that's really what I'm trying to focus on this year, trying to delegate because delegation is self-care. Um, and then trying to make sure that I am uh, really creating a good brand um, so that people can celebrate with us forever. 
You know, that's, that's really what I want. I want to be at the forefront of people's mind uh, anytime they, they want to purchase a cake or they want to send a gift. Uh, that's really, really the goal. So just trying to make sure that I have solid people on my team has been something that I'm really trying to focus on in order to grow because I've been a six figure business. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get to a seven figure business. Right. How do we get you know, to the multi-millions? <laughs> Mentoring is, 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 is a big thing too. You know who I want to mentor me. Um, and I I'll do. just share it. I really want Sarah Blakely to mentor me. Okay. Um, I just, that type of, that type of entrance into the marketplace, like I would love to have that. Like just the questions that I could ask her, like it's just, you know, being, being able to be in certain rooms uh, just to hear the conversations. Like that's just, that is a different life. And I've learned that, you know, because of certain opportunities that I've had professionally in my career, just being a fly on the wall, you know, in certain rooms, like you, like we were saying at the beginning, that social element, you know, mm -hmm. it really helps you to learn things. I think people, everybody can relate to that. You know, we're at school, we're around our friends. We're like, okay, my friends don't do that. So maybe I shouldn't do that, you know, or, you know, uh, my friends like this, you know, or they, they're talking about this or they're reading these books or, you know, they're doing these things. Maybe I need to be interested in it. You know what I'm saying? So that's how we learn. And um, I really want her to be my mentor. If I can't get her out, you know, I'll take any millionaire, <laughs> any millionaire <laughs> that wants to talk to me, any millionaire too, you know, I'm right. available. No, I, know, uh, but, I know you pick her because she has four kids. You have four kids. Yes. Like, you just see so many things in her. She really started from ground zero. Yeah. Um, Ms. and you know, has come into be a household name pretty much. And that's what I want. I, I definitely want to be a household name. Um, but I think everybody who really has made it big or just really had that type of impact on the world really had to go through some tough stuff in order yes. to get there, you know, and I think all of us, you know, have been through some really, really tough stuff, yes. you know, that could have just really knocked us off, but we're still here. And I think that's the lesson that entrepreneurship has really taught me just to keep on going, you know, and when things uh, change, you just have to evolve, you know, you just have to evolve. All right, Latasha, what do you need? What do you think you need to go to make, to be like a multimillionaire in business? What do you think you need? <laughs> I, I would definitely have to agree solid mentorship because one thing that I learned is we don't know what we don't know. Mm -hmm. So if you're not in the right rooms, you don't, you may not even know the right questions to yes. ask in order to be able to scale or to be able to grow and a team definitely and then solid processes and procedures because as the leader of any company or any organization, your role is not to do the day-to-day -day work. You're never going to grow being the one in the kitchen making the cakes all the time. You can, there's only so much capacity that you have. Right. So we have to learn how to develop strong processes and develop strong people to pass those processes on to. And delegation is key. But the same things, mentorship, <laughs> processes, a good surrounding team, and your network. Your mm -hmm. network is what it's going to be because the network can give you access to capital just based on who you know or where you know. Because you, as you all said, as Black women, 
it's not fair. It's not fair for us to be. We don't. We don't say, have the same access to capital as other people. Um, the cr criteria is different. So it's really about building a strong circle of people around you that are focused on their focus and willing to help you. Because mm -hmm. you get, you can build a strong circle of people around you, but if they're not willing to help you, that won't get you anywhere. So it's really about access to people places finances and information yeah definitely um <laughs> that that sums it up i mean what <laughs> more can be said so i i just had something come to me that i want to talk to you both about so we all have daughters mm -hmm. um and so i think when you're a mom with an entrepreneurial spirit and you have girls in particular, you hope that you pass down like the best of you to them. Like that's what I always pray. I'm like, I just want my daughter to have the best of me. Like everything that I have done that's good, I pray for that to come into her spirit and her life, <laughs> for her to not have the challenges I had, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, I have this idea in my mind that when a young girl watches her mom go through life, she picks up on the good and the bad. But when she has a mom who is an entrepreneur in particular, she picks up on the spirit of entrepreneurship. So my daughter, of course, is only seven, um, but, but she is like so focused on figuring out like how she can make money, like how can she, how can she do certain things? Um, and I feel like that's probably common with little girls. So let's talk about our girls a little bit um, because Tasha, I had Ari on my show already on my podcast. I heard. She told me. <laughs> so because you have a daughter who's a, an adult. I have two. So, so I know two, yeah. right. But they're but both adults. Have, yes, they're both adults. and But one is finishing school and one is is starting businesses right? so yeah so the thing is they're both actually starting businesses my daughter who's in college already has her business up and running as well and then my daughter who's the oldest daughter who you had on your podcast Ari she's starting a business as well but with both of my daughters I think that just like with Kaylin things it was normal entrepreneurship is normal to them they've always seen that they so it like as we started at the beginning where we say a lot of us didn't see that growing up my daughters have always seen that mm -hmm. so when they were young they were going to events with me they were setting up tables with me they were they saw me at home working late nights and they they saw phone calls so kids often imitate what they see yeah. and so for my kids entrepreneurship is normal I never told them to start a business now I've gifted them both business opportunities but it was something that they wanted to do. It was something that they saw and the flexibility of it. For me as a mom, I, when they were younger, I worked in corporate America and it was a lot of stuff I could not do because I was at work. Mm -hmm. And and I all, that was a big thing for me. Like what a success for me is, I think I said this before too, is freedom, flexibility of scheduling, of time. Of course, we want the money, we want to be rich, but some stuff money just can't buy. You know, and I, I always wanted to, for my girls to know that you can do whatever it is that you want to do. And I, I truly believe that. Like, that's something I really believe. And I, I've instilled that in them, both consciously and subconsciously, because it's what I believe. 
So mm-hmm. with our kids, I think that's it. If if we're living this way and this is truly our life, it'll naturally translate over because it's what they see. It's mm-hmm. just like if you're at home and every Friday your family eats pizza, that's what you expect on Fridays. Mm-hmm. So it's really being honest and sharing the journey with your kids as well. Talk about it a little bit because I know you have an entrepreneur and you might Honey, have more I'm than one. My kids to get this entrepreneurial spirit. Um, <laughs> my 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 little babies, um, I think, are spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> Um, or I just work them too much, um, because I really include them in the business. You know, um, my oldest daughter, sometimes she does production for me. So she bakes cakes and makes buttercream and frosting and stuff for me. Um, my other daughter, she does packaging. Um, my other daughter, uh, she babysits for me a ton, a ton. And it's so helpful. Um, so they are always, you know, and I pay them because I want them to understand, you know, that if you do a job and you do it well, then, you know, you can be compensated for that. So they're already making money. That's why they're just, you know, <laughs> doing whatever they want to do. Uh, one of my daughters, you know, she told me, she said, mommy, this is too hard. And I think I'm going to have a job. I said, well, you know, it's people that have jobs, mm-hmm. you know, if that's what you want to do. That's totally up to you, but I just can't live that life. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I just cannot live that life. You know, um, just talking about the freedom, you know, that you have. Um, having, um, and I just want to talk about this really quick, going back to what, um, we were talking about, about your network, your network is everything, you know, um, I've had so many opportunities just to bring the kids with me, uh, to work and to events, uh, and different things, just because, you know, I just, I know people, you know, even this holiday season, you know, we uh, have the opportunity, we're working out of Hotel Essex on Michigan Avenue. You know, this is like bonkers. This is like mind blowing to me, you know, that I have friends that can just give me access to that, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, and I understand now just how important that is. You know, black women, we need that. Yeah. You know, we need that as, as professionals, you know, we need those contacts and those relationships and um, this, this season, I really understand how important it is to really nurse those relationships, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not simply just like, hey, I need you. I'm gonna call you when I need you. You know, like you really have to stay in contact and people don't tell us these type of things. You know, our parents don't tell us, our, our other business entrepreneurial friends don't tell us these things. You know, it's important to really foster and nurse those relationships because when things happen, you are going to need to be able to have somebody to call on, you know, that's just the way that it is, you know, and if you've genuinely done, you know, a good job, you know, and I'm not saying just do it just to, to use people, but if you, if you genuinely care about people, if you genuinely have a connection uh, with somebody, you really want to foster that because it just pays off big because I never would have thought in a million years that I would have been on Michigan Avenue during the holiday season yeah. at a hotel at a boutique yeah. hotel producing you know and packaging and just working out like that is phenom that's phenom yeah. so um that's great and and that opportunity has really allowed me to bring the kids with me so they are with me all the time um i don't have a babysitter or anything like that um you know and my parents aren't here so i really have to just you know take them with me everywhere so they are seeing me work they are 
you know, seeing me not getting to sleep. You know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of days. I'm sure you guys can agree where I just, I'm up for like 24 hours because I just have to get things out. Um, so I just really hope they appreciate that and they just understand, you know, the sacrifice that it takes to really show up every day and be present for mm -hmm. that type of life, that entrepreneurial life. It's a lot. Yeah, I don't know if it'll attract them or repel them. Time will let us know. Yeah. <laughs> but I do, I do feel like when they come up with an idea or if they have something they really enjoy and like, I feel like they'll be inspired to try to pursue it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've seen that with Latasha. Like, I know that's happened for you. And your girls are older than ours. Um, so maybe it's just, you know, time will tell. But I just thought about it. Um, and I wanted to put it out there since <laughs> we all have. These and it's another thing. Women. Yeah, another thing, too, is when they're younger, it may seem too hard for them right they may think this entrepreneurship is hard because they're young but once they go to work at a job and they see the restrictions <laughs> yeah. that that job puts on them, they, they're going to revert back like oh yeah mm -hmm. i bet because all of us can agree you'd rather work 24 hours for yourself mm -hmm. than eight hours for somebody else mm -hmm. yes it's just a whole different thing i can stay mm -hmm. up all day all night banging out stuff and i'm okay with that but those work deadlines, it just didn't, it, it didn't sit the same for me. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about those work deadlines. It just wasn't the same. Mm -hmm. That's true. And that's a fact. <laughs> okay. Let me wrap up the podcast because I just feel like we're having a good conversation. I forgot we been doing something and I have to edit. <laughs> so one moment. Okay. So you know. <laughs> Yvonne, tell us about um, the boxes and the cakes and how people can connect with you so that they can order these goodies and go into the new year with some amazing treats. <laughs> yes. Uh, so you can definitely reach us at our website, uh, which is www.eatphs.com. Uh, when you go there, you can purchase one of our carte blanche cakes um, and carte blanche um, just really means that we have the freedom to design it as we please, you know, based off of the uh, design elements that you give us, you know, on the colors and stuff like that. Um, and then you can get our cake jars uh, online or our celebration boxes. Um, if you're local in Chicago, we actually are in um, a couple of coffee houses here. Uh, one of them in particular is Chicago French Press. They're at the Roosevelt Collection uh, and they're open Monday through Sunday, I think like eight to four. Um, but you can get just one cake jar there if you wanna, if you wanna purchase that there. Uh, and the celebration boxes are really great, you know, like I was saying, to connect and still send people things to celebrate them for whatever. Um, it comes with seven different desserts in it, um, three cake jars, um, two brownies, some cookies, chocolate covered pretzels uh, and a rhinestone apple uh, or something else, you know, whatever variety we have, French macarons and things like that. But it's just, you know, a curated box of uh, different desserts that you can send them just to let them know, you know, that you're thinking about. Oh, I love that. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> okay, Latasha, so tell us um, what people can, how people can stay in touch with you and what kinds of services you would like for people to connect with you for. 
Um, absolutely. So um, I am that startup girl and I'm that startup girl everywhere. So you can find me online on my website at thatstartupgirl.com, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse now, that startup girl everywhere. And what I do is I help women between with businesses between zero and three years old. So we have coaching, we have mastermind classing, we have private coaching, web design, um, administrative support, like all the little things that you will need in starting off a business. The goal is for that startup girl to be a one-stop shop to get you started, to get you ready to get to the next level to before you're at the six-figure earning point. Because most entrepreneurs, most women, they come in, they see all these people on Instagram, Facebook, and they want to be six-figure earners. Well, you have to get the foundation together before you can be a six-figure earner. And that's what we do and that's what we help with. And in January, we will be starting, as I mentioned earlier, which is the That Startup Girl Academy, which is a fifth, we have a 52-week course, which starts with mindset and ends with scalability on how to start and grow your new business. And then there's also what I like to call, air quotes, the Netflix of businesses, where you pay a monthly subscription and you get access to our video library. You can go in and look and watch and learn. And our videos also come with worksheets and lessons as well. So again, that's thatstartupgirl.com and that startup girl on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you want to find us. Amazing. So thank you, my fellow entrepreneurs, for sharing. Um, hopefully we can have a part two at some point. We'll talk about some different things. But thank you for this time and we'll chat soon. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Train Teach the World. Go to trainteachtheworld.com backslash podcast to follow up with our guests and subscribe. See you next time.